Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Dallas Comedy Club podcast. I'm your host, Kimberly Alou, and I am sitting down with the wildly talented, wildly hilarious, literally like so cool and badass improviser, the one and only Darcy Littlefield. Thank you so much for being here. Stop. You don't stop. You don't never stop. stop. No. <laughs> uh, Darcy is a part of Apocalypse Wow, which is one of our Wednesday night club teams. Uh, and she's also guested on Hot Dish, which is a uh, Friday night. Yeah, I know when shows are Friday night uh, a show here at the club. And Darcy is just an absolute delight to work with and play with. And I am just so excited to get to know you more because, you know, I'm brand new here. I don't mm-hmm. know the community at all. And mm-hmm. the little snippets I get in shows and rehearsals, it's just not enough. I got to do a podcast. It's It's so delicious. I got to learn it all. So talk to me. I want to know, how did Darcy end up in improv? What brought you to this world? Um, So I had had wanted to be in comedy, like, ever since I was little. Like, you know, when you're, like, a little kid. Yeah. And I would... I remember being like in the dress, not the dress, but like the coat rack area of, of my daycare or whatever. I was a little older because I had single moms. So it was like, I wasn't like daycare age, but yeah. you know what I mean. Anyway, I have ADD by the way. So oh, you yeah. just like, you rein me in whenever you need no, to. You get ready, you get ready <laughs> podcast listeners. Things, We're going on a journey. Tangents, which come back into tangents. Yeah, it's like, it's like, uh, it's, a it's like, spider web. it's like that movie that was a better book. Cloud Atlas. Cloud Atlas. Oh my God, agreed. Such a better. Oh, listen, let's be real. It's better. There, books are always better than the movies. Usually, yes, 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 yes. I, I dare, Some adaptations are really, really good. Adaptations are good, but are they better than the book? I don't think Sometimes that ever happened. Twilight. I couldn't read Twilight. I got through chapter one. And I, I read was the like, first one. I can't do it. I read the first one and it was so bad. And I was like, well, that was riveting. I can't do any more of this trash. But I've been, I've watched the movies as like a comfort thing. Yeah. And oh, fucking God. Like, okay. they're so, oh. It's so we gotta, we gotta talk. We gotta talk about Emmett and the eggs later. Okay. Anyway. Anyway, back so, to Darcy like, as a Like running, running little... Running little bits, like making making kids laugh, yeah. and like this, like you should be a stand up comedian. And I was like, I know. <laughs> and then I had, and then I had like parents. I'm from okay. I'm 42, uh, which nobody believes. You, I don't you believe yelled you. at me I when did. I, I accosted her at a rehearsal and I screamed about her skincare routine. And then she had the nerve to say like, oh, you know, just wash your face, wear sunscreen. Uh, that's that's the advice. How dare you? <laughs> How dare you? Okay, but okay, I do need to say, like, Kim has beautiful skin. No, I don't. Kim is beautiful. <laughs> okay, but everybody, like, I look at my skin, and I'm like, oh, my God, it's a mess. And people are like, you have good skin. I'm like, I don't see it. It's that thing where we don't see we don't how see awesome and beautiful we are. Okay, stop it. All right, stop, stop. it, stop it, stop it. Okay. We're all beautiful in this room right That's now. True. But then I had, like, uh, parents who were um, either terrified or, like, super pragmatic and so I didn't go into it. I didn't know how to, like, get into it. But I've always been attracted to humor and performing and just really, really, really wanting to be out there. Yeah. Um, so I, I spent too much money in college, uh, my own money. That's fun. Trying to be in, like, the film and TV. I ended up teaching. Always wanted to do this still. And th- I lived in Denton, which okay. is a little bit north. It's a it's a college town. It's very, like, oh, it's so cool. It's like a little Austin. But it's one of those places where stuff just doesn't get off the ground. Yeah. So the only things that are constant are, like, young people and bars. Right. So there was just, like, no opportunity to really get into into improv or, or a community that could that could keep this going. Right. In that way. So I um, I quit drinking in 2015. And for, um, for, like, the next year, I was like, oh, 
I'm getting older and all the guys in Denton are like 28 and drunk and there's nothing to do but drink here. So I, uh, I had a job that could allow it. I moved to Dallas and then I was able to finally start attending classes. I got my internship because I never have money. Uh, mm-hmm. So I got my internship and started with, uh, with Dallas Comedy House back at the location on Main Street. Mm-hmm. I had visited, of course, and like gone to shows um, at the little teeny tiny initial like Commerce Street location. And then, um, yeah, just just felt, just went full in as much as I could. Yeah. Oh, God, I love it. Yeah. So what do you, what do you, so I know at one, when over the summer and at the beginning of the season, you had like three jobs. Oh, no, I had two. That's you true. Two I had two, you had two uh, jobs. Okay. Okay. Um, so, <laughs> so uh, I had like, Freaking three cars, I guess, just die. Uh-huh. Um, I had a, a Civic that I, I loved dearly. It was manual. Mm-hmm. There's a recommendation I'm going to give really early. Drive manual if you can. Yeah. It's fun. I don't care about traffic. I know we're all going to sit in traffic all the time. It's more fun to drive. I love oh, it. All right. But it's also just a pain. Like, you can't find them and you can't resell them. <laughs> but I had a I had a Civic SI. It was a real fun car. And that one, I, I drove it to Tulsa to... Uh, dog sit for my dad over the weekend mm-hmm. they my dad and stepmom had to go somewhere and they were like you have to like stay in the house you, you can't leave the yeah, house right, with right. the dogs and so when I got done he was like well you know I wanted to give you something for this how about my my Acura this is like by the way an old Acura but it was like a luxury version oh hell yeah and so I left my Civic there and he tried to start it later and he was like it it won't run. Like, I replaced the battery and everything. So that car, like, made it to Tulsa and was like, oh, you don't want me anymore? Fine. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Done. So the Acura I had for a uh, year and a half, couple years, mm-hmm. two or three years. And pandemic started. Yep. And I stopped using it every day. And it was like, nah, electricals are fucked. I don't want to go no more. So then I, like, sold that for salvage because it was just, I was having to jump it every day. Mm-hmm. And I bought a little Versa from a friend. And... That one in nine months died. The transmission what shot. The, the apocalypse. Worst. It's wild. Luck. Yeah, and I. Th- th- these are like I'm. I'm very sure these are not things that I that I did to it. No, it, this was just the universe know, saying yeah. not these cars. I know. I know when it's when I'm doing things generally, but yeah, this was this was just like no. Um, and then the yeah snowpocalypse. It was like the first night of it. My roommate had borrowed it. He didn't do anything wrong. Mm-hmm. It just like, died. Died. And then the, all the tow drivers were like, there's a blizzard. <laughs> so it's so, going to be tough to get out yeah, there. So it, it took forever to get it. Yeah, the transmission just died. So I I had to dip into my money earlier this year and I actually bought my dream car from what's, a friend. What's it's, your dream car? Well, it's a 2014. I wish it was newer, but that's okay because it's still an amazing car. It's, um, it's a Golf. It's a GTI. Okay. Manual transmission, sunroof, heated seats. Um, I can plug in my phone. Like it's got all the navigation and stuff. He I'm had pulling even... up a picture because I I don't oh, know no, cars so well cute. enough. Oh um, no, they're so cute. Super cute. It's okay. Real cute. Yeah. And it's Volkswagen. I'm yeah. a fan of Volkswagen. I do like it, and it's really fun to drive. And um, it's got a good little bumping little sound system. Yeah. It's a sporty little thing. And I I finally have the car I want. And now of course like things are happening. Like I what did I do? I banged the crap out of a hubcap. That's all right. That, that hubcap <laughs> had it coming. Yeah. But, but so, so, so like money, I was going somewhere with that. It, it was, was like the, the process there. of the car. Oh, that's what it was. I needed extra money yeah. because I had to buy a car very suddenly and I had to actually like buy that one. It wasn't like a cheap, I mean, it was a good deal. 
but, way good deal. But you know, you but, need money to. Listen, yeah, I had to like dip into shit. That's why I didn't. I didn't get a car when I came down here. Yeah, yeah. I've got a bicycle, and I live a seven minute walk from this yeah. theater, and so my whole life is the same six blocks. But I'm like, I, I don't want to spend the money on a car yeah. and the insurance and the gas mm-hmm. and I get I have massive anxiety mm-hmm. so driving is a nightmare oh yeah I like sure. I'm like on well, top of the wheel white knuckled the whole time <laughs> I look like a grandmother driving well you're you're you were in New York City yeah? yes yes how yes, long yes. for five years so okay, it was so like yeah I was done I was done driving yeah well and then there's like a whole it's it's like you get used to doing the thing because you have to do the thing yeah and so when you don't have to do the thing, you don't necessarily. I lived in Denton without a car for like eight, seven, eight years. Yeah, something. Yeah, it can, I, it can nice. be done. It just. I have it's a dog nice. too. Oh yes, the babe, the babe, the babe. How? What type of dog? And how old? He and is name? a corgi shelty mix. His name is Bobby. He came with that name. It was actually Bobby Ganoush. Oh, which okay. is amazing. Pretty good. Pretty um, good. Bobby Ganoush is Bobby pretty Ganoush. Great. Yeah, I'm like I'm right. Like, that sounds like a character. I know. He yeah. is a character. He's a bossy little boy. He's very <laughs> cute. Um, I got him in 2012. He was estimated to be about a year old. Yeah. He had been found at a um, at a Fuzzies in North Richland Hills, oh. I think, by like a, uh, a derby teammate. I played roller derby for yeah. a long time. Yeah. And, yeah, I saw him and I was like, <gasps> I was into corgis before yeah. they were cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was watching Cowboy Bebop and yeah, I was like, yeah. I need one of these little guys. Yeah, that's how yeah. I feel oh, in regards to like Shiba Inus, which is the Doge. <gasps> and I, I, I fucking love Shiba Inus. And I'm like, everybody loves a Shiba Inu because of the meme, the mm. Doge meme. But I'm like, but I've been loving these dogs since before they were the thing. Yeah. Love those dogs. Um, all right. We're going to get back to comedy now. Let's yeah, get back yeah, to yeah. comedy. Yeah, we got to yeah, get yeah. back to comedy. Anyway, I did work at a, like, a side job because I had... Because but what I, were the jobs? Oh, oh okay. So um, the side job was uh, was a local... A local I'll just leave it at that because I might I might crap talk it. It was a little local business, okay. like a restaurant type of thing. Sure, we can we'll, leave, we'll it there. leave it at that. We can leave it there. And, and so I was working weekends, and the tips were crazy good. Yeah. But like, you know, um, the the manager like was like we sat down for my interview. If you can hear my air quotes, yep. And he's like, uh, I don't believe in tip sharing. That's socialism. And I'm like, okay, buddy. <laughs> Woof. <laughs> just going on and. You know, really, like, everybody's opinion on masks is their own. We're not going to force anybody to wear them. And nah. I was like, okay, okay, all right, cool. I just, I need the money. Yeah. So, um, Not a great they, environment. No, and it was, like, killing my feet. Yeah. And, um, but it was fun, and I did have, like, a lot of cash on hand for a little bit. So yeah. that was fine. But, yeah, it just, like, it killed me. So I had to, I ended that when I could. Um, when I got more back on track and then my other job is I work in, uh, I work in insurance. I work for state farm in, okay. in auto and, um, like I, I handle claims and a uh, big recommendation for anybody. Big reminder. If you get into an accident, I don't care how nice the other person is. I don't care how much they apologize. Be nice to them, be polite, but you don't let them walk away without getting a police report. Mm-hmm. Take photos of everything. If you can take a photo of your cars in the position they this were. This is really important This is advice, so important. Listen, that <laughs> yeah. is a great advice. Mm. Um, I lived in L.A. for five years oh, as boy. well. Yeah. And I got into a lot of fender benders. And honestly, in L.A., if, if it's not major damage, people just 
yeah, it's fine. And you just fucking drive yeah, away. Yeah, yeah. Luxury. But like truly get that fucking, if you want mm-hmm. your insurance to cover any damage, you you need it. Well, if you want the other person's insurance to cover yep. any damage, that's yeah, what yeah, you yeah, need. Because yeah, yeah. people are like all the time like, oh, he was so nice. And then the guy, the, the guy who was so nice is like, I wasn't involved in anything. Yeah, I don't know what you're and talking about. And like, if about. you can't prove it. Sorry. Sorry. Shit out of luck. Sorry. Shit out of luck. Your insurer is going to be like, well, um, yeah, he, he. It's wild. It's wild to me that you uh, work in uh, insurance because you are such a, a funny I- improviser, so natural on stage. And now hearing a bit more about like your beginnings, though, it's like this has always been in you. You've always wanted to do this. You went to school for like uh, TV and film and like theater. No, no, I actually ended up in like at school. Ended up being I was in school forever. School ended up being. Um, Art education. I was a oh, teacher for like wow. four years. So it's like, you know, the I love hearing, though, the path that you got here because so many people listen in and are like, oh, I, I could never do what they do. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't go to school for Lies. It. Lies. You can Lies. do this. And so it's like, I love, I just <laughs> love hearing all these, uh, everyone here in this, especially in Dallas. Mm-hmm. No, very few people here are actors as, and like that's yeah. the job, and that's why they're doing improv. People are doing improv here because it's fucking fun, mm-hmm. and it feeds your soul in a really yeah. lovely, yummy way. Oh, I love it. Yeah, when I was a TA, I would people would go around, like, even when I was in classes, people were like, "Why are you doing this?" And they're like, "Oh, my friend thought it would be fun." And then I would like write notes as a TA. Yeah. For, like, oh, you should watch this thing. You should you should look at this thing. You should read this thing. You should like watch this little clip. It's a short clip. Right. It's really, really good. Here's all these reasons why it's so good. And I'll be like in class, like, did anybody watch? And they're like, oh no. And I'm like, why are you not consuming every I'm single so thing you can? Yeah. I don't understand. This is good. Yeah. It's so good. I love it. Like I I I am in it because I love it. And I and I'm like, I don't understand not loving. Yeah, I know. I'm listening. Literally, I do. I I stack these podcast recordings at like six or seven in a row. Mm -hmm. And every time I'm like, oh, by the time I get to the later ones, I'm not going to want to talk about improv anymore. And it's like, ha, jokes on you, dummy, because you fucking love this. Yeah. And it really is. I could talk about it all day. I'm obsessed. And you you will be obsessed too, listeners. You will be obsessed. Take a class. Take a good look. Take a class. Uh, What piece of advice would you give to a new student? Who's going to be starting improv? Maybe for the very first time, they're they're about to walk into their first improv class. What piece of advice would you give them? There's so much. I know There's we can so we much. can save the ones so, like, like you know save the like a yes end and like no, you no, make no, no, no. like just, like you'll you'll learn all those things and but r- relax, it's okay. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. Uh, listen, really, truly listen. This is this has made me better at listening. Yes, because it's a hard thing for me, but. One of the one of those biggest ones is, don't try to be funny. Mm-mm. Like I saw it fail for myself. You even gave me a note because <laughs> you were coaching something. Yeah. Like I, I came, I preloaded something. You know, when we we come out, like, oh, I'm gonna do this before, like, we even get a suggestion or anything. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm gonna get this character in, and I did it, and it was like, oh no, this is terrible. This is a bad idea, and I like corrected it later. But it don't don't go out there trying to be funny, like. So much good stuff comes from happening, comes from just trying to be supportive and like yeah. listen to that other person or listen to those other people that you can find your place yeah. and you'll be appreciated because those people who go out there like swinging their arms and uh, those men, but, um, <laughs> I'm going to say, not to say, but, not to say, but just like a lot of, a lot of guys, um, but those people who go out like, 
here's my bit that I I thought about yeah. backstage or like here's my here's my idea and yeah. we're doing my idea god damn it like that <sighs> yeah yeah. I had one of those and I had to be his fucking mommy and like pick up by the way your mom should not have to be your slave anyway though well, let's we're not going to get into gender roles too much but <laughs> like I had to be his mommy and like pick up after him like all the things that yeah. he threw out these like wacky and then he wouldn't even pay attention to the own the world that he built yeah and it's infuriating like nobody wants to play with that also like don't 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 throw in a thing just to be wacky yeah like wacky wackiness comes from it and it's easy to say that and it's hard to put it into practice sometimes but yeah. like wackiness will come out of it yeah. it will come to you and it's so delicious just let it when it when it happened naturally yeah so delicious it's so mm, yum 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 yum, yum. so yeah. good so good uh, if do you have a particular moment like that uh, either on stage or in a classroom where it felt like Oh, the light bulb just went off. Yes, I was actually gonna. Okay, I was actually gonna bring up this one just now. It's right. it's not the pure light bulb, but it was just this wonderful, wonderful, stupid moment that like will live in my heart forever. I was performing with my class at like level three or four mm. or something, and um, I was doing a scene with this guy, and he was like my teenage bear son. Right, we were bears. Yeah, that makes sense. It's improv, and I. I was like, oh, no, oh, no. And I turned to him, and I was like, ever since you hit puberty, you, and I, like, oh. I laughed so hard that I was crying. I was like, this is the dumbest. Like, and I wish I hadn't, I wish I hadn't been edited. Because, yeah. like, just make me sit in that. <laughs> yeah. I was crying oh, I laughing. And it was just, it was such a dumb, beautiful moment for me. But there was, um, there was a jam early on in, in my classes where, uh, one of my favorite characters is like surly teen, mm -hmm. especially when they get to be like insightful and like not be who you expected. Right. But um, surly teen is 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 one that I kind of go to, and there's this scene where like me and I think it was Rashad Howell who who he's around, but um we were sitting there and we were talking, and then um this one guy Ryan like came to tap us out, and that means you know like I'm yeah, I'm leaving done. the scene. Yeah, yeah. And he came to tap us out, and I look at him, up at him, and in, fully in character, I'm like, "What?" Like, <laughs> I didn't even like. I just, I didn't even know. I had just like become my character at that yeah. moment, and just responded naturally, like, "What? What do you want?" Yeah, and it was just such a delight to to hear myself respond. Yeah, like that. That's a nice moment when you get out of your head. Um. So. And that one really in sticks. the moment yes, just really very, purely like almost much. that like out of body experience for a moment where you're like oh wow that was yes. me that just spoke purely cool i didn't even realize so like i got a laugh and i was like who said that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who said that those Where are the those are the best moments as an improviser like when you get off stage and when when you go around the circle and you're trying to do like one good thing where you're like for and for the non-improvisers out there one good thing is uh, the very supportive thing that improv teams do after you finish a show or finish a rehearsal, you stand in a circle and you you name something about the set that you really enjoyed. And it can be something you did or something someone else did. And my favorite moments in uh, uh, One Good Thing are when everyone is like, I don't even remember what just happened because yeah. you're, you're so in the moment it's almost like you blacked out mm -hmm. and then you like come off stage and it's like you're exiting the fugue state finally yeah. and you're like what did we just do i love those it's like yeah. 
it's like and ever every time you try and describe like a set it's like it's it sounds like a dream and it sounds it's wild. and it sounds dumb honestly <laughs> like every time like people i my poor boyfriend i go home and try and talk about the shit sets i see throughout the night um and he's just like yeah, I'm sure that was really funny, babe. And he's an improviser, and he's yeah. still is just like, I, okay, I'm okay, enough. <laughs> um, all right, we're going to shift gears into some fun, goofy questions now. Goof, goof questions, yeah, we're shifting gears. Wonk, 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 yeah, yeah. So if you could insert yourself into any TV show or movie in history, which would it be? Like, okay, I just this is just like any TV in, in show. It, no, 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 but like in any way that I define it, like... Not like just a cast member, but like, oh, I go live in that reality. Or oh, sure, yeah, whatever. Like, yes, you live okay. in that fucking reality. Hell okay. yeah! Actually, though, no, I just I want to be a cast. Yeah, member. be a cast member. Be I want to be a cast member on what we do in the shadows. <gasps> Same, right? Right. Oh my god, Nadja. Room full of snacks. Oh my god, Nadja. I love her so much. And I Nandor. Love Meow. That first season when this he fucking guy, this fucking guy, <laughs> when he floats up to meet his like great, 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 great granddaughter oh, or whatever, <laughs> and he's like, Guillermo's at the street. Don't tap on the window. I'm going to tap on the window. <laughs> tape, 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 tape. I fucking lose Creepy my mind. Creepy paper. Creepy paper. Um, Creepy I love paper. it. I love that show love, so much. I love him. Like, yeah, but seriously, everybody's a snack. Oh, I, yum, I, yum. I love, like, what they did to expand the universe, too. Oh, like, same. the movie's, I know movie's, the movie's so great. good. Yes. Everybody's like, oh, I haven't seen the movie. I'm like, please watch the movie. It makes the TV show better. Yeah, I, yeah, I really, truly do. Oh, really my does. God, it's so good. And Matt Great Berry time. did something with his hair. Like, his hair is a little different, and he's just, like, even finer this yeah, season. Yeah, no, he's delicious. So good. So much. All of them. And, uh, yeah, they added, like, they added the uh, Kyvan, if I'm saying his name right, Novak is Persian. And then uh, mm -hmm. Nadia, um, Natas Nastasia, I think, yeah. Dimitriou. Her brother's real fine, by the way. But, um... <laughs> They're British actors, but their their background is like not just Greek. They're like Cypriot, I yeah. think. So they like sh that's incorporated, and so I just love that this like this expansion and just like representation that's yeah absolutely that's happening. That's not like it's just there. Yeah, and it's I, well, I love that's that. what I think. Uh, well, and I mean that's why we love what we do in the shadows. A lot of that script was improvised. Like I think that's why, mm -hmm. like the movie speaking to the movie, and I really there are moments in it where I'm like, this feels like they let them improvise mm -hmm. like they probably fed them some lines and then yeah. they probably just let them go and yeah. it is so damn fun to watch yeah yeah great choice great choice mm -hmm. okay if you had to choose a song that would play every time you entered a room it's like your intro song what would the song be oh man okay i i lose my brain every time every time i'm asked about stuff like this like that's always a huge anxiety moment it's like <gasps> oh no don't worry there's no bad choices no, I've, I've been telling that no. i've been uh reassuring everyone with dane's choice dane robertson chose a classical music piece that sounds so ominous i'm like what and he's, <laughs> he's just like the sweetest the cheeriest the cheeriest loveliest most, like, human wonderful guy and his his fucking song is is like it feel it fills you with dread. <laughs> it's so funny. Oh shit. Okay. Um, I just have so many favorites lately, and I can't think of a little bit. Um. Uh. Okay. So I like Decepticons. Always a fun one. Yeah. Um. That's a that's a classic that I used to play like for teching. Mm -hmm. People. It's a good one. Come out. All I can think of is all I do is win. Yes. <laughs> I love it. 
That's yeah. great. That's I'm gonna, perfect. you know, I'm gonna think of one later. I'll, I'll, we'll be talking, and I'll just yeah. shout out a song That's title. Fine. Yeah, which, just scream it at my face. Right. Yeah. yeah, great. We'll do. Play beautiful. Happily. Um, if you had to choose today, what would the title of your autobiography or the title of your Netflix special be? Everything is covered in hair. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> oh, you didn't even hesitate on no, that one. I had that one a while ago because uh, I've got like the poofiest cat. And cats now, yeah. Because I cho- I made this choice a long time ago, and then my dog is like he's a corgi mix, so he's just got like that crazy undercoat, and yep. it's just like that's my life. Everything everything is covered. Everything in is going to be covered in hair. Um, and that's just like I got to deal with it, and that's fine. I and love if that. You don't like it, like then I guess you can't have this. <laughs> yeah, get over it. Um, I love that because if I was scrolling through Netflix or in a bookstore and I saw something titled "Everything Is Covered in Hair," mm-hmm. I would pick it up immediately. I'd be like, you "Oh, this looks it. fun." On the photo shoot, like the like the cover would be so fun. Just cover everything is covered in hair. Full of hair. Everything. What are three things that new comedy students should consume? So whether this is mm. books, TV shows, movies, music, mm-hmm. art. You know, a day in a park, like literally anything. What are three things that new comedy students should consume? Like any comedy, or just, or we're, t- and we're talking we can, improv. We can talk. We can keep it specific to improv. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I, I, my podcast, like I wore myself out on them. Mm-hmm. Like I was listening to a lot of yeah. them. Yeah. Um, and I just like I got exhausted. I was like, I can't keep up because I don't have the same commute anymore. Um, there is. A scene that I could not get my students to watch, uh-huh. but they're missing out. It's um, Neil and Zach. That's Neil Casey and mm-hmm. Zach Woods. Zach has an H. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's just like it's on. If you look up Neil and Zach improv or, or whatever, um, you'll find Neil and Zach January 2, 2014. And okay. it's this performance. January 2nd, 2014. Yeah. I'm writing it down. Right now. Okay. And it just says January 2. And Neil is N E I L. But. Um, it's this great two-person scene uh, between these guys where, and it's at UCB uh, Franklin, it looks like, mm-hmm. where they just, they show so much patience. Yeah. And they, like, watch and listen to each other, and it is incredibly funny. Uh, the suggestion is microphone, and then just where they go from there is is really beautiful. And there's this, like, I think it's actually, I can't remember if it ends the scene or not, but there's this moment that is incredibly satisfying where you're like, it's almost like they wrote that. Oh, you know? hell yeah. I love those sets. I it's love those so sets. so good. I mean, and Zach Woods is one of those guys, too, that, like, he always plays the kind of, like, most of the time, not a winner character. Right. He's kind of a sniveling, like, uh, guy. And and then I saw him live at a show uh, a few years back at UCB Franklin. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that guy's hot. Like, <laughs> Because he, because he had more command, he had more flexibility, and there's this command of the stage, and he's a very, 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 very smart player. Yeah. And um, outside, you know, you, people just walk by, and I'm like, "Hey, Zach, great set!" And he like touched my shoulder and said, "Thank you." Like with this, where he looks right in your eyes, yeah. and I was just like, "Oh my god, he, take me now!" Oh my god, okay, yeah. wow, he noticed me. No, he's he just seems like a very nice person, yeah. And, a, and yeah, incredibly smart player. All right, I gotta check that one out. That one's great. Um, Paul F. Tompkins in general. Oh yeah, he's, I mean, uh, the, he's amazing. The the he's he's our he's our uncle. He's our guy. We love him. He's wonderful, and uh, I think he's great too because he came to improv without training. He just yeah. loves it. So sometimes you can see that 
I've seen a couple of like two person shows, especially when he was doing some stuff with Mark Evan Jackson. Another, um, hey daddy, mm, yum yum yum. Uh, <laughs> love Mark Evan Jackson yum, so yum, much. Yum 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 yum. Uh, beautiful, wonderful, sweet ginger, perfect man. But they were doing a set, and Paul would like would like not not quite like get it, get it. And I was like, oh no, yeah, <laughs> he's not great. And I've um I went and I saw Spontaneous Nation. That was um. And you don't have the same access anymore, of course, to podcasts. Right, like, of course. Yeah, so much stuff is, like, paid now. But uh, Spontaneous Nation is really a delight. So I saw one live. Uh, I saw two live in New York a few years ago. And he walks into one scene just, like, as the Fonz. I think just because he wanted to. Yeah. There was no support for it. There was no reason. That's Pop He's on. Yeah. He's on stage with a bunch of masters, like Eugene Cordero, Tawny Newsome, Janet Varney. Oh, yeah. These people are... They're going to take care of him, and he's generally fine. But So I, I love that because you, you can see where there's, like, goofs, but also w- what somebody who's in the world of it, who's naturally inclined to it, um, can do. And yeah. also he's going to have some fun with, like, doing some things that maybe, like, have some instincts that could get trained out. Right. But, yeah, those Spontaneous Nation, those those the, those live ones were a delight. And um, Tawny Newsome did the best space work I've ever seen because she used to – she used to like uh, be in FFA stuff or something. She was like mm-hmm. a ranch kid, and so she's like brushing her horse on stage, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, I can see the horse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, then, I love that. And it was so cute. And then there's this moment later where, and I get inspired by it. I think I even I even used it in a recent show because it stuck with me. Eugene Cordero at some point is like this character, and he's he just turns and he starts like talking to the horse, like, Yeah, I know he's a real piece of shit. Like, like, like just like bonding with the horse. Yeah. And, you know, holding its head that's invisible, this invisible horse in the space work on stage. being that, real in the moment yeah. and, and and taking advantage of every offer. And just, but, like, creating something that, that fit. Yeah. It was brand new. Nobody expected it. He is, he he is such, uh, you know, we use the ninja oh, yeah. term here. He is such a ninja where he's just, like, chilling and cool and, like, supporting and kind of, like, laid back. And then he'll just pop something out where you're like, oh, my God, no way. Like, that's my boyfriend. My boyfriend is such uh, a patient player. Mm-hmm. He is such a ninja on stage. It's frustrating. <laughs> I am jealous of his ninja abilities because I am not mm-hmm. a ninja. I don't think. I'm like, <laughs> I want to get, I'm a fucking pirate. I'm yeah. making a lot of noise. <laughs> I'm fucking shit up. And Rob is just like, gold. And yeah. I'm like, I, uh, fuck you. Awesome. Okay, those were all amazing answers. So now we're going to move into the final uh, interview segment mm. before we do some improv. So this segment is called First Thought, Best Thought. Mm-hmm. So don't judge your answer. First Thought, Best Thought, these are one-word answers only, or as close to one word as possible. So in one word, First Thought, Best Thought, what is your idea of misery? Noise. What is your idea of pure bliss? Happy. Yeah. What or who is your biggest inspiration? Hell yes. Fuck yes, Darcy. <laughs> what is your biggest vice? Oh, chocolate. I love this. <laughs> Today has been a day of so many people saying chocolate, and it makes me so Girl, happy. I just bought five bags of Cadbury mini eggs. Yes. And I, that, I was like, is, oh. One is going to make its way here on Wednesday, right? Just one okay. bag. Okay. Okay. We could just, just sit in the bag and pound a bunch of chocolate before a show. Um, do you ask for permission or for forgiveness? 
forgiveness. Hell yeah. And then when uh, I remember to. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, you just do the thing. I am. I am an anxiety monster, so pr- sometimes it is permission, but I, I prefer forgiveness. Yes. I know that was more than one. That's all right. That's all right. That's right. I'm so sorry. This is the last one. Um, what one word best describes you and your brand of comedy? <laughs> forgiveness. <laughs> I love that. I'm a fish. I'm just like, what did we just talk about? Oh. That's the only thing I can think of. No, that's no, all. but um, I, I, I do like to clarify that. Like, I do very much believe in people being kind to themselves, and I yeah. try to practice that as much as possible. Um, and that's a thing. That's a thing that like so many of us are breaking. Yeah, but like, be kind to others, but be kind to ourselves too. Yeah. So forgiveness. I like it. Forgiving. Yeah. yeah. Also, like, you know, don't like, don't fucking punch down, y'all. Yeah, don't, don't punch, punch down. down. Don't, punch, don't down. punch down. Don't punch down. If you need, if you need to look up definitions of punching up, punching sideways, and punching down, we have those listed on the Dallas Comedy Club website. This. If you go to dallas-comedyclub.com, and I believe it's under our code of conduct. Um, if you just scroll down after the code of conduct is listed, we have a full-on definitions of what all of that means and examples of each. Uh, highly encourage any new um, improviser, stand-up, sketch writer, storyteller, anyone who does anything on stage. Mm-hmm. I encourage you to to check that out and and read through it yeah. um, because it is very important. Uh, even if you think you know the definition, go read it anyway. Yeah, and then like you will have those moments. Like by Always. the way, you will have those Always. moments where you like dip into some like terrible old like Always. old thought processes because it's just like you're just going fast and you don't realize you did yep. it. Forgive yourself. Forgive yourself for it. Um, don't go back to that Diane Michelle, who uh, trained everyone here on DEI uh, at the beginning of the year. Um, she, I love this phrase. She said it then, and I use it a lot. Uh, forgive yourself because we all speak in draft. So mm. remember that we're speaking in draft, that there is a, you have an opportunity that once you've made the, the misstep, it's a draft, so you can go back and correct it. Mm-hmm. You can always correct it, especially in improv. If you're going down a path in a scene that you don't like, y'all change your mind. It's that easy. Have the yeah. last thing someone said on stage impact your character and have them change on stage. It'll mm-hmm. be hilarious and wonderful, and the audience will eat it up. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you so oh, much, Darcy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was so so great. I really enjoy getting to know you a, a bit more. We're going to move into... Mm. The final little bit here, we are going to do some improv. improv, improv. So um, I have my random word generator in front of me. I have, we could do a random word, a location, a relationship, profession, accent, starting emotion. I have every possible thing you could want. What do you want? Um, I I love accents. So it's not, accents aren't characters. They're not characters, but. (laughs) Not at all. Um, So we've got, let's see here. These are so weird. Pirate. So we've got pirate okay. for one. Pirate for one. And then the other one that hurt my brain. What it is was, it? Was Waskily Wabbit, which I think is supposed to be like, uh, yeah, like Elma Fudd. Elma Fudd. Waskily Wabbit. Waskily Wabbit. Looney Tunesy. Yeah. Uh, but I don't. I don't want to do that one. <laughs> so we're gonna go with Scottish because I can't. Uh, can oh. Do you, uh, uh, pirate and Scottish. Which one do you want? Let me see if I can do Scott. If I can do, if I can do Scottish. Oh, oh! If you do pirate and I do Scottish, Arr, <laughs> I think we got it. Oh Arr, no! I think it's gonna be a bad one. Um, and we are, 
We are, uh, where are we? Let's oh, no. see. We're, uh, we're at a dance studio. A pirate and a Scotsman walk into a dance studio. Arr, tell me, will I ever get the one-two step? Is, I think, I think you'll get it. Why you, are you laughing at me, coach? I, I've come to you with, I, I, I need to learn with this old I, peg I, leg. Jack, Jack, I, your voice is just, I, I got to, I got to move into, I, can I talk like you if that's okay? You want to talk like, well, only if I can talk like you. Yer. My... I'm a pirate. Okay. So, Jack, Jack, I don't mean to laugh at you. I hear it feels like you're laughing at me. It feels like you're judging me in my my moves. You're a brave soul for coming in here with your peg leg. I know I'm Irish right now, but that's okay. I swear, it's, it's all, to me, honestly, the, the, the lines are blurred. They really are. So, anyway, Jack, Jack. You're the bravest soul I've ever seen come in here. Oh, thank you, coach. You're a lovely thank man. You. Thank You're you, You're a coach. lovely fella. So are you. So are you. You're the oh. loveliest fella I've, I've met and on I, the seven seas. And I didn't mean to 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 upset you or to make you feel lesser for for giggling a little bit. It, I, I, I maybe put me in my head. It I, did. I know. I know. It's just that the I teach it, but the one two step is just such a funny. It's just such a funny word. It's just such a funny phrase to me. It makes me think of pee pee poo poo. Oh, coach, coach, we're not talking about the pee-pee-poo-poo right now. No, I said it again. Coach, coach. Jack, you can't say pee-pee-poo-poo around me. You know I, how it gives I, me that I got my daughter's wedding. I got to learn this dance. Otherwise, I'm going to make a fool of myself. Well, any daughter of yours has surely been raised to know that you tried and your heart is there, Jack. Arg, I I did try to teach her that, but she is shallow as hell. Oh dear. Yes, I I'm gotta so... learn. I gotta learn. She took after her mother. Arg. Oh dear. Oh, yar indeed. I'm so sorry to hear that about Arr. your daughter. Well, it's very supportive of you to to be there. And and again, you're already so brave. It's hard to dance when one leg. It's hard to dance on two legs. And then now you're you're doing it with the peg leg, and the eye patch. You, you got I've a lot of got a lot of things you. against me. So you're having trouble with this one too. I, I think I'm I, having trouble with all of it, Coach. But especially this. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm gonna the, uh, the the you know the the numbers <laughs> the one with the oh, numbers. Oh, you're talking about <laughs> the beepy poopy. Oh, Jack, you can't. Jack, you can't do that to me. Get out of your head, Jack. Ah, but how do I step out of my own way? You just keep walking. Just you just keep, keep walking. walking. You keep moving. Let and me then you ask, do a little spin. Let me ask you, Coach. When, how long have you been doing this? Oh, so many years. I've been doing this at least 20 years. And and how many pirates you get in, in the door here? A surprising number. I, I actually lost count a while ago. Because I, no, I started noticing. I said... I've had a lot of pirates coming over the years. You know, even, is, even though those first couple of years. This is the last this is the last thing I thought you were gonna say, honestly. I thought uh, you were gonna say, I was your first and it got me no, excited. No, and I, every time, you know, every time I, I'm just delighted to see them. Uh you're, you're a special group, you know, you live a dangerous life and That's right. and you're often 
you know, you're living under a, a, a banner of, of toxic masculinity. That's right. So that's often, right. That's you know, right. You have to be tough guys. I got to fight up a, up a hill. Yes, you're flying with a black flag. You're saying you're all the time. You're you're stalling crossbones and everything. Everybody has to be so tough and you can't show weakness. And then you're all coming in here and learning to dance and just making friends and opening your hearts up and opening your feet and opening your hips. That's important. That's That's the part I'm having a lot of trouble with is that wide stance. Because yeah. w- what? When I go wide, I... Oh, oh dear. There he's falling. He's falling again. <sighs> it really Let hurts me help you. my tailbone. Thank you. Oh. you got to take care of that coccyx. Coach, you got any kids? No, I don't. I don't. I Not a one? You ever want one. a kid? I did. I did. Hey, Coach. What? Can, can I be your kid? Oh. <gasps> I never I, knew my father, and I have always wanted one. I never, I thought you'd ever ask. Will you go to my daughter's wedding with me? Of course. I'll give you away, and then you can give her away. Ah, yeah. Oh, my God, that was amazing. Thank oh. you. <laughs> I loved so much of that, the panic eyes I was getting as she was trying to do Scottish folks. Also, like, it's that, you know, that thing where, like, if, if I'm doing one and you're doing another, I'm like, oh, I don't, I don't remember. I, uh, yeah. And you got to have your buy-in. Yeah. But I, uh, like, uh, where is it? Relying energy. Uh-uh, relying energy. Yeah, if I say relying energy, I can start uh, getting a little bit of a McConaughey going on. Yeah, that's pretty good, pretty good, pretty oh, good. Uh, thank you. Thank you, darling. That's, uh, I do appreciate you that. You got to get on a doppelganger show at some point. I, I signed up for one, but I just uh, I'd overload myself. That's you know, right. that's my philosophy. You can't just you can't just keep running yourself ragged. You got to yeah. like sit back, take a drink, pay, play some bongos, enjoy, enjoy the process. Just enjoy the process. That's right. Thank just you. Take it easy. Well, uh, Mr. McConaughey, uh, Darcy, right. thank <laughs> you so much again for chatting with me today. Is there um, anything the last that you want to plug? Um, a website or a social media that people can find more of you. Oh, um, so uh, I'm very rarely on Twitter, but I am Dar2D2, and that is D A R T W O D E E T W O. Great, because all the other variations were taken. Uh, I'm on Instagram as Dar2. That's D A R T O O. My skate name was Dar2D2, by the way. So oh, I love that. that. <laughs> that's so great. Um, Facebook is more personal, and Facebook is a disaster. So yeah, is Instagram. Yeah. It's all the same, and everything's a mess. But um, also, come and sauce. see, come and see Darcy yes. on oh Wednesday nights. Yeah, I perform and stuff. <laughs> uh. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so every, every Wednesday with Apocalypse. Wow, that was uh, that wasn't. I made that. I made that name like I was thrown out because I, I love. I love a dumb pun like Bob's Burgers. I love oh my it. god! Like every pun on Bob's Burgers, I'm like, please oh, give me more. Oh, it's amazing. Um, Apocalypse um, Wow performs an improvised end of the world evente, uh, and I'm not even going to talk about what that is because you just got to come check it out. Yes, please do. Yeah, it's super super fun, and the team is such a blast to watch. Um, that's every Wednesday night as part of our DCC Club Team Night at the club. Uh, the teams shift in time mm-hmm. every week, so uh, go to Dallas-ComedyClub.com to check out our current calendar uh, to see when Apocalypse Wow is going to be performing. And to everyone out there, thank you so much for listening in. This has been the Dallas Comedy Club Podcast. I've been your host, Kimberly Alou, but you already knew that. Stay safe out there, folks. Thank you, Kim. Bye-bye. Bye.